Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got a fantastic Domain Sherpa review for everybody today. It's the last show of 2020, and we've got Michael Seiger, Shane Coltra, and Andrew Rosner on the show. The Sherpas talk about some interesting domains they sold recently, including a pretty cool .io domain. They let us know what they think about a bunch of domains that are about to go up on auction on Namejet. And they also let us know what they're excited about as we head into 2021. So let's do it. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm Jonathan Tenenbaum, the host and producer of Domain Sherpa. And today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better domain investors ourselves. Um, and as usual, there are three segments to the Domain Sherpa review. First, we start off by learning what the Sherpas have bought and sold recently. Second, we will review a list of domains coming up for auction on Namejet to see what the Sherpas think, uh, if they think it's a good investment and at what price. Uh, then we'll discuss the market and trends and what's going on. And since today is the last Domain Sherpa episode for 2020, uh, we'll be asking the Sherpas to, as we leave 2020 in the rear view, what are they most excited about for 2021? So with all that said, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas. So joining us today, we've got three guys who really need no introduction, but I will do my best. So We've got below me, Michael Seiger, a.k.a. the founder, a.k.a. the professor. Uh, Mike's the founder and former owner of Domain Sherpa and currently the publisher and lead instructor of DN Academy, which is dnacademy.com. Uh, it's a great platform for educating folks to become better domain investors, very much sharing the mission of Domain Sherpa here. Uh, he's recognized as a domain industry veteran. He's been blogger of the year, developer of the year, and uh, been inducted into the Domain Name Hall of Fame. So he's, uh, he's a big deal, and his house smells of rich mahogany. Um, all right, and then we've got- <laughs> I'm a big deal uh, in my own mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, JT. It's great to be here. Oh, uh, well, thanks so much for being here. Uh, and then we've got Shane Coltra, a.k.a. The Farmer, a.k.a. The TV Star. So Shane is a domain investor and the owner of the popular domain name blog, dsad.com. They talk about domains from the views of normal working guys. Their blog is the journey and uh, a welcome for all to come along for some good stories, good laughs, and occasionally good information. Uh, although I think they undersell it because really it's a great, great platform. And, uh, and uh, Shane's also got his daily list of the domains that are uh, up for auction at the various marketplaces, which if you're investing in domains in any capacity, you really got to be tuning into that list. He's also the fifth generation owner of Country Arbor's Nursery based in Urbana, Illinois and has been a member of the PBS TV show, Mid-American Gardener, for more than 10 years, in addition to being 20. part of various... What's that? 20 years. 20 years. Oh, man, you got you to <laughs> update your uh, bio on that dimension. <laughs> in addition to, to being uh, part of various gardening segments on CBS and ABC, uh, and he's also the commissioner of our Fantasy Football League, where I won in round one of the playoffs. So uh, just to give everybody the update. <laughs> but I'm out of ad drops, so if I make it, it's on fumes, and I'm coming up against that... Tampa Tom team that's like 11 and two. So it's going to be a struggle. Um, but uh, Shane, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. And then last but certainly not least, we've got Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. The Boss, a.k.a. The Broker, a.k.a. The Publisher. So Drew is the CEO of industry-leading domain name brokerage firm Media Options. He's also the owner and publisher of Domain Sherpa, uh, widely considered a thought leader and an expert on domain name valuation, sales, and acquisitions. He's been named number one domain broker in the world by escrow.com for the last five years in a row. With 20 plus years of experience with domains, he's leveraged his knowledge and expertise to make Media Options the go-to firm 
for domain acquisitions and high value domain name sales. Uh, fun fact about Media Options, they've got a super talented team, including uh, an amazing COO and general counsel. So, uh, which for those of you who don't know, that's me. So, you know, I've got to give myself a shout out. There. But, uh, Drew, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to uh, see all of my favorite people. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a great, great roster today. And I'm, I'm super excited. I mean, we're bringing Mike back. We've got Shane, we've got you, uh, you know, this is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, and I think the audience is in very, very good hands. So, uh, this is a great way to close out 2020. And uh, thank you all for bringing Mike back to like a time. medical miracle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, he's a busy guy, man. Deanna Cowden. Medical miracle. Like. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, take it as you will. Take it as you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it with love. It, it's, oh, it's always <laughs> with love. It's always with love. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right. So first segment is what's new. So this is where the Sherpa share details of a purchase or a sale that they've made recently. Uh, and the way we'll do this, as those of you who know, uh, we'll, we'll start with the name. They'll, they'll say what the domain is, and the rest of the Sherpas will try to guess at what the sales or buy price was. So we will start with Mike, the medical miracle here. Uh, miracle. <laughs> miracle. Um, All right. But go ahead, man. Yeah, starting with the guy with the full head of hair. I appreciate it. Uh, and nine names. One of these things is not like the other. This is yeah. an interesting uh, one. Uh, the domain name is BainbridgeBuilders.com. BainbridgeBuilders.com. Buy or sell? Sold it. Okay. Bainbridge Builders. Who's up first? You can go. All right. Your mind's turning. So BainbridgeBuilders.com. Um, I think you know it's like, all right. So you know this is one of those extraordinarily difficult names to price, right? Because you've got a small island, but extremely high value homes. So the margin on building one of these homes is pretty good. Um, and so you know, is that going to impact their their you know? profitability, the revenue, probably not. If they have a reputation on the island, you know, that probably goes pretty far, but it is a nice domain and it's got the alliteration. And, um, you know, it, 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 if these guys are a successful builder, which I would imagine they are, if they're going out to say, I want to buy some vanity dom domain, unless it's like Mike's best friend. And then there's a whole new set of criteria to judge this by. Um, and he is the unofficial mayor of the island, so it's very likely that he governor. doesn't know the owner. Governor. Oh, governor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. He's upgraded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with um, – I'm going to go with uh, $3,888. All right. I, 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 I think eight eight eight. Yeah. All right, yeah. Sugar Shane. I, I can see this going anywhere between fifteen hundred and fifteen thousand, but I, I, I think you know, I, I'm thinking more about Mike than I am about the name itself, and I'm thinking, you know, Mike doesn't want to be seen as the guy in the island that, you know, held this dude's feet to the fire, you know, he wants this guy to advertise. There's probably some quid pro quo. You know, you're going to give me some money in the ad, you know, in the magazine. I'm going to give you this domain on the cheap. Uh, so, so I, I'm saying I'm going to go with 3888, but I bet there's some additional elements to this deal beyond just I'm going to give you some cash. 
All right, 3888, <laughs> we'll book it. All right, Shane. All right, one question. How many residents on the island? I always forget. You tell me every three months. 25,000. 25,000? Yeah, it's more than I thought. Oh, including yeah. kids, they count. <laughs> including Matt Overman. Including, including Matt Overman. Including Matt Overman, including <laughs> and Andrew, Andrew Allen. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's about to add, it'll be at uh, 25,001 soon. Yes. That's right. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Andrew's got one more coming. I go, what? Um, uh, okay. So I know he wore this guy down like 500 coffees later. He's been talking to this guy, the builder. And finally, the guy just said, fine, I will buy it. My God. Just don't can, feed me more coffee. No more coffee. Can we talk about something else besides that name? So, they do have good coffee on the island, though. I've got some. Oh, I, they're close to Seattle. It kind of, there's no way they couldn't. Um, so I'm going to say 8,000. He's had the name a while. There's only four builders on the island. The other three uh -huh. got sick of him. This guy gave in. 8,000. <laughs> and you're exactly right. You I guaranteed he traded him like uh, he's going to build a dock for him for free. <laughs> you, gotta, you have to build any in-kind part of the deal has to be factored into the price you have yeah to, i'm gonna like say eight thousand in a new dock eight thousand in a new dock dude that <laughs> would be sweet if i got a dock like 100 grand <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously docks are like right. 50 grand <laughs> all right all right I think if it was me, I'd split the difference somewhere in the middle. And uh, but uh, go ahead, Mike. Go give us the big reveal. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry to disappoint. The sale price is twenty two hundred bucks. Uh, okay. So I've I've owned this domain name since 2012. When okay, I was it's just, still a win, by the way. Just still the closest closest course, score. Yeah. Um, I've owned it since 2012. I bought it for sixty five bucks off of GoDaddy. I put seven years of renewals on it, so it's one hundred sixty three bucks in. Um, there is a company, you know, I was, it was not for sale. The who is, is under privacy. It was redirecting to the builders, uh, directory on BainbridgeIsland.com, the website that I own, the print magazine that we put out quarterly for lifestyle. Um, and there is a Bainbridge builders named here on the Island, uh, that started after I bought it, but then they went with BainbridgeBuilders.biz. And so you know, they're not switching. It does just fine. Yes, home prices are are high and continue to go up on Bainbridge Island, but like they're small mom and pop shops. They only work on Bainbridge. Um, they're not spending that much on a website, unfortunately. So I'm happy to just have it and redirect it to the builders directory on BainbridgeIsland.com. Don't even measure how much traffic. But then out of the blue, I got a um, couple of weeks ago, got an email through the contact us form on BainbridgeIsland.com saying, um, my name is so-and-so Bainbridge. I run a construction company here in California, and I'm wondering if you would sell this domain name. I said, uh, sure. <laughs> that's where not having island in it helped. Yes, exactly. <laughs> did, did you know him? Did you, did you know, uh, do you know the, the, the guy that bought it? No. Or gal? No, you it's, a, it's a gentleman. Didn't know him that's at all. his last name? Bainbridge. His last name is Bainbridge. No way. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So guy's like legacy island, like founder. Yeah. His grand, great great grandfather started the island. Yeah. <laughs> you know, probably. Like, you know, they moved probably to California. Criminal. Yeah. Captain Bainbridge, who like sailed to the island and, you know. Then settled in California. Yeah. 
anyways, so yeah, he uh, he emailed me and he's like, would you sell it? And I said, sure, um, $2,400 sounds fair. Knowing that small businesses wanted in that two to five, $1,500 to $5,000 range that Drew said. Um, and you know, it's it's a small base hit, move it out of my portfolio. I don't really like to, you know, I've sort of, as a publisher, I've been migrating away from owning every single domain name in my uh, in the umbrella, and I'm fine to just own the top of the top, BainbridgeIslandRealEstate.com, BainbridgeIsland.com, you know, and then maybe a few others uh, for defensive purposes. So I'm totally fine to move this on. Sure. And interesting, and, and interestingly enough, the guy emails me back and he's like, well, but GoDaddy valuation has a $1,655 price tag on it. Uh, I'm like, wow, good for yeah. him for like doing some research. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so then I well, just replied, 10 I'm like, 10 X return. I mean, you know, Oh, totally. For a little while. But I'm like, GoDaddy doesn't have all the data. They're missing these points. And then I went into name bio and I found craigbuilders.com. So a name plus builders for just shy of $5,000. And, uh, and then a few others that were around 2,500. Um, and he, you know, the way he replied back, I'm like, I could probably hold firm and get 2,400, but I'm just going to reduce it a couple hundred bucks. He feels like he got a win. I get a quick sale loaded up on uh, dan.com. Uh, so I only pay 5% when you enter the lead and call it done. Shout out to dan.com. Yeah. 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 So dan.com is uh, their, their services going pretty well. Yeah. So, you know, the one thing that I wanted to share with um, readers, if you are investing or watchers, if you are investing in, um, geo domains like this one was uh, that you can go and look up how many people have a, a name like Bainbridge. You can go to howmanyofme.com and there are 3,900 people in the United States with the surname of Bainbridge. Wow. So, you know, that gives what, you an so, idea of- What is that domain again? How, how many, many of me.com. Um, and so, so that'll tell you, you how many people, what I cool, use this one to look up murphy.com, Drew. You knew that. Or first names too, right? I think it's first names right. as well. You can look up first names too. So if you want to look up shane.com, how many people in the United States have it? The data is a little bit old, but it's probably order of magnitude correct. Um, so that's interesting to look up from a, from a name perspective if you're thinking about you know, all the potential buyers, right? Because that's what we want to do as investors is buy domain names that could apply to different industries, different people, you know, different geographies. Um, and the other one that I used when I was looking up in trying to figure out a price for this, because I didn't even have it priced, was geotarget.com. And it's spelled G-E-O-T-A-R-G-I-T.com. So instead of target, E-T, it's I-T. And it, it told me that there are 13 places in the world named Bainbridge. There's like a Bainbridge Island, Washington, but then there's a Bainbridge, Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, um, and six other states. And then there's two cities in the UK, and I think one in Canada named Bainbridge. So, you know, Bainbridge Builders, I like the alliteration, which is the first thing that Drew said. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of potential builders around all those cities, around those people. And then, of course, for Bainbridge Island, where which is the reason why I bought it. Really cool. In the end, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's a, you know, it's not a business that lends itself to a high return on investment for buying a, 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 a you know, a vanity domain name. 
Um, and there's not, I, I, without looking, I, I would assume there's not going to be much in the way of search, but it is a great brand. The alliteration mm-hmm. in that brand just makes it so good. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think you got all, a great deal. Yeah. And it I'm all comes down to and potential you users. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, but you don't know, you agree? It, it comes it, down it, to potential users. It's no matter what your name is, how many people can use this name? And you've known yeah, right. that, okay, it's going to be someone with a last name or someone that lives there. Right. And the, you know, if you have Springfield, obviously that opens up a huge amount. There's a lot more Springfields mm-hmm. and I don't know about last name, but that's what you're always looking at. What, right. how, how much have I pigeonholed myself with this name? So mm-hmm. when I see yeah. a name and I go, that's a great name, but you've, you've narrowed it down to that's what it's going to be for. And it's not going to be, that's why you have, Apple, obviously, that's a, obviously a general world, but it could be anything. So the more yeah. the more open it is, the more valuable. Yeah, but I think also those are great tools. The howmanyofme.com and geotarget.com, those are great resources Absolutely. for folks, you know? And yeah, totally. we found out that Stacy, the name Stacy crashed and burned in the last, there's like four people named Stacy in the last four years. It's, <laughs> yeah, we, we were laughing. I told, I told my wife that there was nobody in the world that had been named Stacy in the last decade. She's like, I don't believe that. So we looked on how many of me, and there's like really three people that have been wow. named Stacy. It's That's like wild. names done. Oh, yeah. it's like children of men. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're <laughs> out, there'll be none left unless somebody. There are none. On. Um, all right, cool. Well, that's good stuff. And that's definitely a win-win for both buyer and seller there for that sale for BainbridgeBuilders.com, uh, BainbridgeBuilder.com. I wish I got it, uh, a doc out of it. That would have been sweet. <laughs> yeah. And if they were I on Bainbridge, I totally would have sold them on some advertising instead and taken it over time. 100%. Yeah. Traded them. Yeah. yeah. Well, something to think about for next time. <laughs> 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 all right. So Shane, what about you, man? You got another one? Yeah, so I've got a sale. I uh, I think it was I think it was this week, maybe last week. Uh, Ziplet, C I P L E T, Ziplet.com. Ziplet. Let. Yeah. Okay, so I'm interpreting that like let, like like is in lease, in in in, um, you know, that I I'm guessing that's what the. Maybe not. Z i p l e t dot com. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Zip what? Like, right. like le- quick lease kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Um, who's up? Uh, I'll go first since you went first last time. Yeah. Quick lease is the thing that uh, I would say. I'm not sure why you would buy that coming from Illinois, but uh, maybe it was on one of your lists and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So um, interested to see w- what you paid for it and how long you've had it. Uh, it's nice. It's short. It's uh, two syllables, six characters. It's a sweet spot. Zip let it. I think let is only for is is that all of Europe or just UK? I, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know if it's just a UK thing. I mean, you say it's it in German, but not when you're speaking German. You you say it as a translation. Yeah. But then they're generally translating. I I I'm not sure. I would say yes. It is. Um, you know, it's probably Europe wide. Um, although I think here in Portugal, we say lease more yeah. than we would say. It, I mean, we, so we, the reason why Drew and I are trying to figure this out is that it limits the geography and it's exactly what we we're talking market. about with the last domain name, the yeah. smaller, the applicability, the, the lower potential price it has. And so, you know, 
Ziplet just based on like that it's shorter and it does have to do with leasing and it's quick. It's a great brand. If you're in the UK, I'm going to say it's a, you know, it's a five to $15,000 sale uh, retail. And I'm going to put it right at 10,000. 10,000 in the books. What do you think? 10,000. I think you're rich. Um, I think it's right in the ballpark of what I said on yours. You know, I think Bainbridge Builders is a better name, but the addressable market is Ziplet is bigger. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's more of a lottery ticket, right? Like it's like, so, and, and it, you know, the, the, it actually makes for a really interesting discussion because, you know, there's these very, very finite little levers that, 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 that you pull in, in trying to assess the value of these na- types of names. And it's like, okay, Ziplet is not geographically restricted. Well, to some extent, based yeah. like, on, lang- on language, but, but still a pretty large piece of geography. And um, uh, so, you know, some limitation, but, but, but broader scope than a Bainbridge Builders. However, mm-hmm. Bainbridge Builders is a better brand and a very clear, you know, you know who the buyers are, even if there's only six of them or three of them, you know who they are. And I, I guarantee you that at some price, all three of them are interested, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them is interested at $8 but you know, that you paid. Um, one of them right. is interested at $50, but there's somebody in there that, that, that's interested at a, a reasonable price, okay? However you want to define that. A ziplet has no inherent value, no intrinsic value. Uh, assuming that there isn't a company out there that's like ziplet.io already or ziplet.co, right? But but assuming that that's not the case and there's no clear low-hanging fruit uh, 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 buyer. And, and by the way, if there was a ziplet.io, you know, then is it a good domain purchase? Because chances are they've got a trademark and now you're buying a domain that really doesn't have any value outside of that buyer. So, uh, you know, so many little details to, 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 to think about there. Um, I think I'm going to say 3,888 again, um, because I think it's the same order of magnitude in terms of the value of the name, but I just think it's interesting because, you know, those two levers, one is like total addressable market and, and the other one is liquidity. Okay. Those are the two levers we're playing with here. Bainbridge Island, more liquid, but a smaller ceiling on what that name could sell for. Ziplet could sell for more, but offers no liquidity. Um, now, I'm not, you know, again, I'm saying this uninformed without going and looking. Maybe yeah, yeah. there's 50 and, companies out there called Ziplet. And right. then this argument falls apart. That's the beauty of doing that that's this not segment. The case, yeah. Yeah. Assuming that that's not the case. Then, then, yeah, you know, it's interesting because one has, you know, one gets the full lever on, you know, the sort of the liquidity side and one gets the full lever on sort of the addressable market size, um, but it doesn't get the other. And so I'm going to put them in the same camp because of that. Uh, and I'm interested to see where we fall. Yeah. And I like that reasoning, but I, I look at it slightly differently, Drew, where I think if I saw Bainbridge Builders and Ziplet both on an expired domain list today or in auction, I would put my money on Ziplet before I put it on Bainbridge Builders. Because See, I, I wouldn't. I would do the exact opposite. 
But yeah, so this I, is I, I why look at Ziplet so more of an open vessel. Like it could, somebody could think of that name and just want it, um, like a yeah. brand bucket name. And we know that brand bucket names are selling for two to ten thousand dollars. You know, in the majority there. Um, That's a dangerous statistic, though, that people throw out, right? Because it's like, what percentage of the names are selling? I agree. I'm just saying what the oh. price at. Well, yeah. yeah. So a couple of things, you know, ziplets are, you know, just kind of tinkering a little bit. They're like little handbags is a ziplet. Are they? Right. So that's like, I is that, is that a thing? I think that's a thing. And, you know, I think. <laughs> okay. So is it all like a man bag? I'm learning, I'm learning here too. Is yeah, it a man yeah. bag? Is that why it's smaller? No, it's like a little purse, you know, like the purse that's like, a, it's like a rectangle and it has the zipper uh, on the top. I oh, believe that is, but like has one of those. Little, Right. So, mm. but I think that it could also be called a ziplet, you know, okay. and I think that in line with sort of your brand bucket, uh, you know, you know, scenario, I do think that ziplet has an interesting, uh, you know, applicability for if somebody really likes it or they've got an invention or some kind of device or something you know, and that they want to call it a ziplet, like, you know, that could involve maybe it's a charger, you know, for, uh, you know, phones and things, you know, so there are yeah. some things that I think could be an interesting application for it. The fact that it's short, zippy, you know, it's got like a little cool peppy kind of name to yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, you know, for me, I would even move further away from the leasing let that kind of whole thing. And it's more around that it's a brand or perhaps even like, you know, somehow applied to that handbag thing. Although, I mean, I, again, I'm just tinkering around, just looking, at, you know, I, <laughs> before this conversation started, I wouldn't, I don't know what a ziplet is, you know? So um, anyway, so, all right, well, let's find out Shane. I mean, if I had to put, I'd actually go higher than, I'd say 12 K just would be my, would be my guess. And uh, you know, but let's see what the, uh, what the, what's the final verdict. Right. <clears throat> well, I sold it on brand bucket. All right. So. How much? <laughs> so I'll give you some history. 87, 88. Uh, uh, I, I hand registered, registered the name. I think, I don't know how long. So I was in a period about in, in like, I don't know, 10 years ago where I just pretty much got every five L.com that I thought made a cute little brand. And I just, I, some, I six about, letters. Well, but I mean, anything that he's was short that. like that, I would just buy. Yeah. And, I feel and, like we're, he's getting ready to give us a low number though, because he started out with the I hand reg the name. Like, oh you know no, I got it was fifty five hundred. Okay. Fifty five hundred, nice. Wow, after, nice after commissions, I think it was like seventeen dollars. But no, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's that's a perfect brand bucket name. It's yeah. uh, it's when people are hunting for a brand, it was a cute little name, fast, quirky, and I mean I have a portfolio of a couple hundred of those that are just perfect for that. That didn't cost a lot that there's not really other than renewal fees. And that's how I did it early. I couldn't afford big fancy names. So I just bought those kind of names and they're paying off. Matter of fact, that sale probably paid for all of them <laughs> from yeah, back then. Crazy. But I did, I did buy a lot of those. Didn't mean anything. Names could be anything type names. Um, and I tend, I tended to buy like letter two vowels, consonant, vowel type names you know pluby weedy just all those little cutesy names sure. um and if brand bucket uh puts a decent price on them then i'll put them up there that's what i've been doing and i use dan for that as well but it's oh. it wasn't it was one of those things like i didn't look it up i have no idea i don't really care it doesn't change yeah. i didn't change my value 
It's been up there for, I don't know how many years, four or five years. And then you get the email in the morning that says, congratulations. And I'm like, sweet. I'm get to iWatch or Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Christmas coming so, early. Um, yeah, but it, so but it was game. an interesting discussion, Drew, just uh, with respect to residual value, like the wholesale value today. What can you get for a Ziplet versus what can you get for a BainbridgeBuilders.com? And I agree, knowing all the geographies um, and going to search them for construction companies and then reaching out, I could probably have a higher wholesale value today or yeah. retail like, value you know, today the, the blowout i need yep. this sold in the next seven days you i think if i put it up and go find a buyer yeah. if we put it at GoDaddy today now you can't the problem is if, if it was expired that's a different price and if i put it privately totally. on GoDaddy, yes. but my guess is three hundred dollars maybe four hundred dollars a five letter that's a decent pronounceable is that's where it's at right now um, if it was an expiring name, I bet it'd go for $800. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they get only because I'm still buying five letter and some six letter brands. It's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And again, when so I say crazy, I don't whole, mean wrong. So what's the wholesale price of the Bainbridge builders domain. If that goes up today on, on GoDaddy. If it goes up on GoDaddy, if anybody actually notices it besides me, like I'm getting it for 13 or $11 on closeout, right? Most likely. I doubt people are watching Bainbridge. I do have a lot of very generous people that know that I live on Bainbridge Island. So they have a filter to watch for Bainbridge Island stuff and they tell me about it. Um, I think Shane, you, you've emailed me like, hey, Well, I and I thought I was going to say, it's unbelievable how many people, like now that I do honey, every <laughs> yeah. day people email me with, hey, this is expiring. Um, uh, I was trying to think Logan, uh, the other day, Logan flat, right. Um, he said, Hey, B.ag is, is expiring or is available. It's the mm. hand register. I'm that's like, funny. why do I want AG? But ag. B yeah. Dot ag. Yeah. I said, that's perfect. So I hand register. And that's, what's beautiful about our community is people know what your, uh, you know, I don't want to yeah. say expertise, but what your hobbies and what types of domains and, and they email you. So if Bainbridge comes up, who's the first person you think of? Michael yeah, Seiger. people in this industry know. are very generous that way. They, they can get uh, to what they all email me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 but, you know, if it came up today, I think Bainbridge Builders would probably sell for like two, three hundred dollars, maybe if a couple yeah. people saw it in their list. Yeah, yeah I, I even maybe even a little bit more, you know, maybe yeah. under five, but three, four yeah. hundred bucks. Well, yeah. if the huge domains bought got a hold of it and they saw me bidding. Then yeah. probably like six hundred. Yeah. You know, for about uh, the better part of the last decade, my my sort of standard price that I was willing to pay, like any name that I want, like it, no, we're not talking about good names. We're talking about the, you know, the shot in the dark names that we're talking about here. I was willing to pay two hundred and fifty five dollars. That was like my proxy bid that I put. Any name, if it was like, yeah, you know, if I win it, I win it. If I don't, I don't. I like the name. I'll, I'll throw a 255 proxy on it. That was my name, Jeff proxy, my GoDaddy proxy, my drop catch all, all, across the board. If it's one of those names that I just, I'd like to have the name in my portfolio, but it's not a name I want to be there for the end of the auction. And competitively bid, 255 was my, my proxy. I win exactly zero domains for $255 anymore. Zero. Like yeah. once a month, I might get one. And then it's usually a name I'm like, why did I even bother? 
you know, yeah. like, oh, I just paid $173 for that domain. It's like, you know, see you in 10 years when I let you expire. And <laughs> so, so the point being that, that, you know, a BrainbridgeBuilders.com with the alliteration, it's this place that everybody knows because of you. I, 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 I bet you it does go closer to 500 because all these crap names are going for uh, crap names, you know, shot in the dark names. They're going for, you know, yeah. 300 to 500 dollars that that's the new you know what used to be the 150 to 255 you know 255 got me over the top on 80 percent of the names it was like people were willing to go to 249 or 250 and the 255 got me over the top on most of the auctions in that category and that's not the case at all anymore now yeah. it's you know more like 400 well, yeah, and it speaks to the overall appreciation of domain names over time. I mean, they're just, uh, you know, their prices are going up. So what's beautiful about domains is not only do we see, you know, an appreciation of the domains because of, you know, increase in demand and decrease in, in, in available supply, um, but the devaluation of the currencies in which they're priced. So number go up. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so Drew, it is up to you now to tell us about a name that you either bought or sold recently. So why don't you- All right. Uh, you want to buy or you want to sell? A big sell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't That was under NDA, but you break it. <laughs> <laughs> My last episode of Domain Sherpa ever will be, you know, I'm going to come in, I'm going to just Break every NDA I've ever had. Mic drop. Shut the screen down. <laughs> Jonathan's gonna out. be like, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I'll be like, leave the know. lawyer to clean up the mess. I'll let him record it, but we're not gonna post it. You know, like <laughs> that's true. It'll, yeah. just be, it'll show on the actual. Uh, you know, once we go live with it, it'll just. Well, be that like, episode's not happening until uh, you know I have the private jet waiting for me that I can like you know mic drop, shut Let it off, know. take my laptop, get on the jet, I'm out, peace out. Find me on the beach with my margarita. Oh, no doubt. Um, so uh, you want to sale. All right. Uh, this officially, officially hasn't closed yet, but I, I have a very high degree of confidence it will by the time this <laughs> airs. Um, Metaverse, Metaverse.io. This is my officially, well, no, I won't say anything, actually. No, uh, no, other, no other information. Yeah. M-E-T-A, Meta. Okay, M-E-T-A, verse, like universe, V-E-R-S-E. Is it, is it a media options name? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right, metaverse. I say meta. Yeah, like I also in, say meta. Uh, meta, metaverse. the, like metadata. So metaverse. Metaverse, um, metaverse, potato, potato. Metaverse.io. <laughs> um, so... I think that's two words, isn't it? Good question. They're really, they're really close to each other, though, in the .io. Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing about dot, I love .io's, right? I don't have a big portfolio, but I love .io's. Um, I sold, uh, I think, my last .io, and then I bought a couple more. So I don't have a big portfolio in general, but um, of .io's either. The one words are great one words that are technology-focused, are going, you know, High five figures. I think they're piercing the six-figure range. Um, metaverse. But I am seeing two-word.ios now hitting the charts, like 
the startups love their .ios and all the single words are taken. So they're starting to go for two words. Uh, so I think that trend is going to continue for 2021. I'm going to put a price. Drew sold this for Metaverse. Um, Can you cut all this time out, JT? I know, oh, right? Do, 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 so that's going to be my next startup. <laughs> you put in a podcast and it just removes all of the dead space. Yeah. How come there's not a company that does that? Removes oh, all the dead space from a podcast. Not a bad idea at all, yeah. That's all right. A great idea. Anybody we're, can take we're, we're that. Actually, my company uh, that I invested in, Muse.ai, M-U-S-E.ai, they do uh, in-video search, but they're also, it's not just video. They do. They have unbelievably sophisticated machine learning algorithms for, for audio, video, image, uh, everything, right? And... Uh, I, I bet they could do that. I, I, I'm quite certain they could do that because one of the functions as you're doing some, using some of their video editing tools, yeah. um, one of the functions you, you can see the, the audio. Um, I think they're the only company in the world doing this right now, but you can see the audio, like the, the, I don't know, the digitalization of the audio yeah. below the video. And you, you can see those valleys where there's, uh, a, where there's dead, dead space yeah. and it would be very easy you I should do, i'd pay for that right that. because i produce yeah. my videos where i have to record certain things and then i have to go and cut it out and it's like an hour to two hours of editing and i would just and you look at the really well-produced podcast they remove that stuff from it what, what, i'm going to email him right now what would you no. call that remove dead space from podcast interviews new feature request yeah <laughs> I'd pay a monthly service. Remove, make it happen right now. Dead. <laughs> All right. So while Drew is doing that, I, I think it's a order of magnitude, $5,000 uh, sale. Um, it's tough with Drew because he could either hold out for a higher dollar. He's like the best negotiator in the industry, or he could be like, whatever. I bought it for like $255 and I'm ready to move it for $2,500. So, you know, in the three to seven range, I'm going to go with 5,000. That's good. All right. And I was right there until I saw how excited Drew got when he started talking about it. <laughs> so I always add play the player, hands, not the card. His hands come above his elbows. <laughs> I always awesome. add a couple thousand to the price. All right. So, when my hands come above my elbows. Yeah, you started to come up above your elbows. And I thought, oh, shit, I better add a couple That's thousand awesome. to that price. <laughs> so. That's also no when I'm negotiating with him. If I see him in person, I'm like, oh, he just raised his hands above his elbows. I'm going to have to <laughs> make it a little higher price. If he's, if, he's, if he's keeping them down low, that means we're good. I think I got it. Uh, so I would, I'm going to say 9,000 just because, again, he seemed pretty excited. I don't, I should know. I only know Meta World Peace. That's when you say Meta, that's where I put everything in is Meta World Peace, the basketball player. So, um, well, you know, I don't know much about it. I could look into the price, but again, you seem pretty excited. So I'll add 3000 or 4,000 to Michael's number and make it eight or 9,000. I'll say 9,000. All right. Well, and I, I'm not going to, to guess I'm kind of, I'm conflicted out on this one, but a couple of There's no shit. You, I actually wrote the paperwork, so I'm no, not going to say actually, anything. He actually doesn't have any insight. <laughs> yeah. This in one, I, I've actually been out of the loop on it, but I, you know, but I'm just as a matter of course, but a couple of quick things, you know, so 
Agreed about the .IOs with the, you know, to Michael's point about the momentum on, on .IOs. And, um, you know, now they're being auctioned on Namejet as well, which I think is mm-hmm. interesting. And you know, I was actually in on, uh, I liked Umbrella.io, which just sold the other day and uh, got priced out of that one pretty quickly. And, uh, yeah. you know, I thought that was a really good, you know, so there's a few of those really, really good ones. And Metaverse is kind of interesting. It makes me think too of like, you know, you have like that Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse movie, and there's a lot of that. And it's very, it's kind of technical and kind of ready player one vibe to it, you know, and, totally. uh, you know, quick, yeah, if though, you're talking about meta information oh. and the universe of that, and it's in a library, it fits perfectly with .io. You know, exactly. So I think it's a yeah. great fit for the extension and, you know, mm-hmm. it's a great name. So yeah, all right, Drew, with that said, so what's the, uh, then I guess if, if I can, but since I, since technically I was, was not in involved mm-hmm. in the deal, I'd say 10 K, but what, what's the right. verdict? All right, you ready? Yeah, thirty grand. Wow. Oh, boom, baby! Boom! That's a double. So, but here's the thing: the reason I got thirty grand is because I actually sincerely didn't want to sell this name. So, um, uh, and that that, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, sum up this whole show in one sentence: you want to get the highest price possible, you got to want to not sell your names. Yeah, so, wrong hands. Um, uh, basically, metaverse. What the metaverse is is you know this new digital world. Call it Ready Player One, Snowfall, or Snow Crash, uh, uh, Matrix. You know, those are all a representation of the metaverse. The metaverse is a digital universe that is, um, uh, let's say, um, agnostic in, in the sense that it connects all of the other sort of walled gardens of the digital realm. And so uh, Second Life, in a sense, was sort of the first metaverse. And um, there are a, a number of them now uh, that, that are defined as metaverses. And uh, ultimately, there will be one metaverse. And metaverse.com, I happen to know who they are because we did an affiliate deal with them years ago. Um, um, uh, they used to monetize. So they, they were like the world's largest before art.com, like the world's largest uh, print art uh, retailer online. They had a massive affiliate program. Um, you know, they had tons of direct to consumer sales and um, they sold that company. Uh, they actually ended up subsequently selling the metaverse.com domain name. It's not, it's no longer in use. And um, they sold it for a, a, a stupid price. Um, and, uh, uh, way more than anybody in the domain space would ever append it on. And uh, anyways, so when Metaverse.io, because of my involvement and interest in, in, in the Bitcoin and crypto space, um, I, I read a lot about the Metaverse because it's sort of, you know, it's almost like um, the singularity. You know, it's, 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 it's the outcome that, that, that everybody believes we're sort of working towards. I, I'm not sure it's the outcome I want, but, you know, see you in the Metaverse. So, um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, the, the point was that, you know, because this is a very crypto centric, um, concept, mm-hmm. um, you know, the dot IO is very fitting. And, um, and I know that that is sort of an end game for, for a lot of these projects. And so, um, you know, I just think it's not yet the time to sell that name is, is more than anything, the reason. But I also sort of had some ideas about what I wanted to potentially do with it myself. 
Um, not that I probably ever would, but, but still I had those ideas of, okay, I, I could or would do X, Y, and Z with this thing. And, um, and so, um, you know, I, I had this evolving concept that domains sort of have their time and place and they, they, they get ripe. And it's a very strange thing. It, it's a phenomenon that I've noticed, which I, I don't have any explanation for, but seemingly uncorrelated, unconnected in any way whatsoever buyers will suddenly swarm to a single name at a certain time. And, and it, it, you know, it's something I'm convinced to do culturally or, or you know, I, I, I don't know, this, this sort of hive mind of, of society, but it's true. Yeah. These names will go for long periods of time with no interest. And then all of a sudden you'll have two, three, four, five buyers totally uncorrelated to one another that all want to buy a domain at the same time. And it happens on a super regular basis. It doesn't happen all the time on every name, but I, I do often see this with, um, with names. And it's not just because it suddenly became a buzzword. Obviously that happens too, but it, it's something else. It's, it's, a, it's a phenomenon where suddenly these domains become ripe and everybody wants to come and pick it. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what leads to that, but that happened here. All of a sudden I had three people that wanted to buy this domain one out of China, one out of France, and one out of the United States. Seemingly uncorrelated. I asked one if he was related to the other, which was a female, and the two of them both said, no, 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 I'm not related in any way. It wouldn't be there to their advantage to tell me that there's a, you know, it would have been there to their advantage to lie and say, oh, yeah, that's probably, that's, uh, you know, my, my marketing person must have reached out, right? Same, same buyer, right? Because um, you don't want there to be a perception of, of um Alternative. So, yeah. so it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting thing that, that, that yeah. this happens. I, I bought it on. Yeah, I see that on some of my domain names as well, with a much smaller portfolio than you. So you get a broader view of it. But yeah, it's amazing, we and it could take years for that to happen. Too. Totally, absolutely. It's happening right now with our Swan.com. All of a sudden, I don't mm -hmm. know where we've got a, a variety of serious buyers that want to buy this name out of nowhere, you know, mm -hmm. and as good as swan.com is, it's not a name that I get a ton of inquiries on. Um, yeah. But all of a sudden, every time I buy like, a name, right. they tell me there's somebody else making a bid, making it higher. So I think that happens every time <laughs> I buy one. They're like, Oh, there happens to be another guy that just bid a little higher. Would you like to go higher than him or her? Yeah. So, yeah. so just, just for a little bit more insight on this sale, um, uh, I paid twenty-two or twenty-three hundred dollars for the domain on Park.io, and so you know it wasn't super cheap. There was twenty-two thirty-two. People, yeah, I don't remember exactly how many other people were bidding with me. Yeah. You know, above let's say a thousand dollars, probably not many, but there were a few other folks that were in it at that kind of price. Mm -hmm. And so um, you know, I think I'm, I think my pricing was fairly accurate. I had told them I think seventy-five thousand um, dollars, mm -hmm. and then I think I came down to fifty. They came up to thirty. Um, what was their opening? You know, that, that and that was it. The, the opening was was healthy. It was like seven. Yeah, it was something something in that range. Yeah, so it, I, was, it wasn't like a ridiculous offer. I just ran some st stats just you know to clarify in my mind. And metaverse is a single word, right? So I was looking at it as two words and pricing it like two words from the from the trends that I've seen, and it's mm -hmm. a single word. So you know those single words can go anywhere from. 
uh, I don't know, seven to a hundred, right? And there are 166. Say it again. It's a long. It's long. Yeah. But it is a bit, but it's a, it's a tech word that pairs Mm -hmm. perfectly with .io. And there's 166 TLDs that are taken. So it's clearly a popular word. And that's why you paid more for it at park.io. I'm surprised you paid that much for a .io. Well, I never do. Like I'm basically completely out of the .io market because I'm willing to pay like, you know, maybe a grand max on, 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 on these names. I, I just don't see the, I don't see 20 years of value in these names that a lot of other people do. Well, but I, here's the thing. So you bought it I'm this year wrong. for $2,000 yeah, and flipped it for yeah, 30. I, I bought it like six months ago or something. Yeah. 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 So, but, you know, it's knowing things that other people don't know, right? It's, it, it's, it's the more you read, you know, right. Rick Schwartz says this all the time, you know, the more, the, the most successful domain investors are the people that read a lot, are interested mm-hmm. in lots of subjects. Mm-hmm. Like the more, the more you know a little bit about a lot, yeah. Uh, the more you're going to pick up on these types of trends and 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 buzzwords and concepts, ideas, emerging technologies, emerging industries. You know, um, yeah. I didn't see that. I, I, I'm blocked. So if you could forward those to me, so I could learn more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, guys. Well, look. With that, um, let's take a minute, and we're going to let you know about some of our sponsors, and then we're going to move on to the second segment. Media Options is the industry-leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Now we're on to the second segment, which is the Namejet list. So in this section is sponsored by Namejet. Um, and we'll review several names that are going to auction uh, and they're going to auction soon. So you'll see the list below. And if there are any names that you're interested in, I'd recommend getting in there and back ordering those names right away um, so that you don't miss out. Uh, and they're all expiring domains too. So if you do not put a back order in, then you will not be able to participate in the auction. So I would recommend you go in and back order any that you are interested in. And there's a, there's a great list today. So um, with that, uh, just to the group, I mean, I, I'll ask the question, but I guess it's irrelevant because uh, none of you are selling or brokering any of these domains, but they're all expiry. So that wouldn't be the case, but just to be sure. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. So with that, Drew, uh, why don't you kick it off and let us know what, what do you think about the list? And, and one thing too, it's like, let's try to also focus a little bit when we talk about the names that we like, you know, what might be, you know, a wholesale price versus what would be an end user price that we might try to target to give some folks some mm-hmm. in the audience, some direction around how, you know, how they should be viewing these names. So, so with that, uh, go ahead, man. What do you think? All right. Um, It's a tough list. You know, this is one of the, there's like a bunch of names on here that I'm like, I like them. I don't love them. I'm looking for the one name that I'm like, all right, if I have to buy one name on this list, which one is it? 
I know I'm which not- the one name that you're buying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's Gotta Eat. I think Gotta Eat is the name that I like the most on this list. I'm not sure that I would go so far as to say it's the most valuable domain on the list. But I have most potential upside. Um, and, and it just strikes me as a great brand in a moment when the entire world is going to, you know, online ordering, order by app, you know, home delivery, um, uh, whether it's prepared foods or groceries, whatever, right? And so um, I, I like gotteat.com a lot. It's just, just a nice brand. Um, you know, I, I used to own eatfish.com. I sold that for quite a bit of money. Um, you know, it's kind of in that ballpark. It's kind of in that, you know, in that vein. Um, I like healingfoods.com. You know, that's kind of a family thing for us. You know, my wife's got a website. Shout out eatwellfeelwell.com. Go buy a poster. It's like 40, 50 bucks. Best money you're ever going to spend in terms of getting healthy. You know, my wife's got this poster. It's like all these hand painted, you know, vegetables and fruits. And it'll tell you more information than an almanac about each one of them and how to balance it. Cool. You know, things that yeah, I don't know that's how to do. Eatwellfeelwell.com. Yeah. 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 Okay. She'll be happy. I, I give her a shout out probably. Yeah, finally yeah. After. <laughs> y- years of never mentioning it once. Oh, there you go. See, so, <laughs> we're making it happen out here now. <laughs> so, uh, so healingfoods.com, you know, it's kind of a, uh, it's in that vein. You know, I could, I understand how to monetize that and, and, and what could be done with it. And, and I do believe that food is medicine. So, um, uh, I like, I like that name. You know, there's obvious names like tax lawyers. You know, I'll, I'll leave some of these to, to everybody else. I, I, I really like, you know, the lowest value name on this list, according to Estebot, is Teampreneur. And, and I actually really like that name, like, because just as much as we're in a time where everybody's ordering food online, ordering by app, we're also in a time where everybody's looking for a side hustle. Everybody is engaging in, you know, some, yeah, side hustles. So Teampreneur, you know, whether it's, you know, influencers or people launching apps or people launching all kinds of these little side businesses, mostly digital. Um, Teenpreneur is a pretty cool name. Um, I can tell you and warn you that, uh, you know, as the owner and founder or co-founder and publisher of Gondrepreneur, um, you are going to end up running into some troubles with uh, entrepreneur. They're going to at least give you some cease and desist and, yep. you know, try and come in and bully you a little bit. Um, we shut them down real quick. Uh, but, Nonetheless, you know, it is something you will deal with, like uh, almost assuredly. Um, So uh, I'm not saying that this infringes on their mark and there may be somebody else out there with a similar or or this mark. And and so do your due diligence. But I do like that name. Assuming that it's clear, uh, I I like that name a lot. I I think that there's an audience for that. I think that could be developed into a magazine. I think it could be developed into a sort of a business accelerator or, you know, a how-to or a mastermind, or, you know, there's a lot of ways to go about building that out. But, but the most important thing is that I think that it represents a, a right audience. Um, so what would you price like, that one at? Yeah, so yeah, so what would be, yeah, what would be your, oh, yeah, your sorry, I, ignored, I ignored your, 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 your <laughs> all of your, requests. see, I like, I like teenpreneur too, but too, but like anybody that's going to start an accelerator for teens, how much of a budget do they have to start that? And how much are they going to spend on the teenpreneur.com? Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, it, it's a name like you probably, 
you know, I, I'm trying to remember what we paid for Gondrepreneur. Um, yeah, but that's Gondra. It was like, yeah, okay, bigger addressable market. You're, you're no question about More it. More money. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, um, you know, you probably get that name under a grand. And, um, you know, I, I have to believe that, that somebody buys that name for 10 grand. Hmm. I, you know, I, I so buy the 10 grand. $1,000 acquisition and, you know, wholesale I, I, I think and 10X. It has 10X the potential. You know, I think it has the potential. Like, if you were entrepreneur, if you were, uh, teen magazine, then I, I could imagine that this could be a nice additive brand for you. And then in that case, it's not necessarily that you need to justify this through just that audience, but as an additive to your overall audience. And so, you know, I, I could see this going for 25 grand, not more than that, but 10 to 25 grand wouldn't shock me if I saw a teenpreneur sell. I, I think that that's the right range. I think five to 10 is probably a more conservative range for a sell price. Um, but I think those are all good numbers if you can get this for, you know, under a grand, under 1500 bucks. Yeah. And then gotta eat, I, you know, I think it's catchy enough that it probably does go for one to two grand if I had to guess on mean jet. Um, but it's again, in that same 10 to 25 range, I think in a sale. Well, and DoorDash IPO'd at what thirty billion dollars. I mean, it's like you know, so it's a small, small price to pay if you can. Take Yo, DoorDash! If you had been got to eat, you would have been thirty-five billion. Thirty-five billion, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, and I think the teenpreneur thing is cool. I like that name a lot. I, I think very much with what you're saying. I like it as a, as an incubator and as a way to you know foster the ability for folks, you know, for for younger like you know kids to get online with their little ideas, crafts and things. And some of these ideas that we've seen kids come up with, I remember I read an article, this was a couple of years ago, but you know, some kid, uh, the idea that he came up with and his parents obviously helped him get it off the ground, but it was uh, vending machines for like band-aids and stuff at uh, sports fields, you know? So a lot of times you have these, uh, you know, baseball fields and, you know, there's barely even a bathroom, right? So they threw up, uh, you know, the vending machine that had you know, Neosporin and Band-Aids and some athletic tapes. So when kids get, you know, banged up and all that kind of stuff, you've got some of that stuff right there. Um, you know, and I always thought that was kind of interesting. And the story was interesting because it was- That's a, a great kid. business. Yeah, probably 12, 13 years old, <laughs> baseball player, you know, and his parents, again, supported him. Dad was in marketing or whatever it was. But, you know, I thought that's really, really cool. And yeah, and I mean, nowadays too, when you've got all these YouTubers and, and all building their brands, I mean, I have a, uh, there's a kid in my son's class who has like 6 million followers or something on uh, like Instagram, him and his sisters, wow. they make like goofy songs and stuff. And like, you know, and he's not even like a celebrity, you know what I mean? He's just, you know, I mean, he's built a following and they probably make my, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of the detail, but I mean, it's just, you know, it just shows you though that, you know, the times are changing. Right. And, uh, you know, and these young kids now have audiences and, you know, and the ability to now try to monetize that, that, and this could, you know, be sort of the kind of thing where almost like an Indiegogo or Kickstarter for, um, you know, for that kind of stuff. Although you shrink your audience by saying you limit it somehow to just, you know, sort of kids ideas and things, but you know, if you could get some influencers to want to start some businesses and tie it into it or something and build some, so now all the kids want to do it and there's ways to help foster that and provide services and monetize it. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. So 
Anyway, yeah, so, uh, you know, all good ones and all good feedback. So, Mike, what about you? What do you think? What stands out? Yeah, my number one on the list is Healing Foods. I uh, I just think it's a nice brand. Um, the exact reasons that Drew mentioned that, that food can heal, that we're, I think there's a, a major area of society that's about alternative. Paradigm um, shift. Yep, health. And there's a lot of... Um, foods.com domains that have sold in the past, essential living foods, healing daily, healing point acupuncture, uh, remarkable foods. Uh, so there's a lot of good comps. It, I think it's, uh, uh, it has a good velocity for both of those words. And, and I think that that would be my pick of this list. I, um, what did you say you would price it at, Drew? Healing 10? foods? I'm not, I yeah. don't know if I gave a, a no, price on that one. But um, um, healing foods probably less because I, you know, I think that like it could actually, that actually could be a brand for a consumer yeah. packaged good company. It yep. could, it could make a great brand for that. Um, you know, like a Dr. Bronner's type of, of, of it could be brand. like a book and whole movement. It could be yeah. you know, bigger than yeah. just, so, I, you know, I, I still am allergic to these ING names, but, but uh. I still, uh, it is a great brand. I, you know, probably I'm going to put it in that same, you know, I always fall back to my 10 to 25. Yeah. These names yeah. that don't offer, if they don't have a lot of search, but it's clearly like a really good brand that would, would be, you know, have a relatively large addressable market. Um, you have a high degree of certainty that like over the next decade, there will be somebody that comes right. along that will want this name. If you're at the right end of an S curve in, in, in a certain industry or emerging technology or trend, then, then, you know, I think 10 to 25 is the right range on those types yeah. of names. You know, I agree. You price it at, uh, depending on, you know, where you think it might fall in there, you price it at either 25 or the 15 and you're looking for a sale in the 10 to 15 or the 15 to 25 type of thing. Yeah. What do you think it, what do you think it closes for in the auction? Oh, right. Healing foods and auction. Um, uh, Shane knows best. I I'd say probably like, 800 to 1500. I, no, I don't think it, it'll be closer to two. 2000. You think it'll be closer to two. Just look at the number. That's a great thing about this list that you gave us this time. JT, you gave us a number of bids and or back orders already. And you can see it's by far the most. Yep. So it's, it's already got 73. Oh, that's wow. Loud. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we still uh, that, have two go, weeks that'll left. That'll probably go above. Yeah, it's going to yeah. go above. Yeah, the, yeah. Days, the days left, that's days from when this airs, which is like six days. So really there's 20 days left in that auction. Yeah, and there's yeah. only 73 bidders. So you'll probably be at 130, 140. It, and now we've talked about it yeah. to put more attention on it. So it'll be a lot more than two. And so personally, I wouldn't risk $2,000 on a domain to get $10,000, $15,000 back in 10 years five years, 10 years, whatever long it takes. I just, that just isn't the way that I invest. Well, how about wonderment? Not just change the subject. Remember we talked oh about God. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. It sold for 25,000, 25, 80, 25. It, it went, that went to 25. I was in 25,000. I got outbid by Elliot. You know, did yeah. Elliot win it? Uh, no. I don't think so, but I wasn't I following so. to the end. I just saw the final price. Okay. Yeah. Once it hit like 15,000, wow. I didn't even pay attention. I mean, that is, it, it is a great brand, but it's, it's, <laughs> it really is. We talked know, that one up a little too much, didn't we? we yeah. Did. I loved it though. <laughs> I love the name, you know, and that was the thing. I mean, that's yeah. like, you know, you start pushing up on it and that's end user pricing at that point. And 
You know, that's a that's hard. Well, who knows? I I mean, I don't know who the winner was. Maybe it was an end user. Maybe it was. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, but I think it's for the end user. I think it's, you know, that price for an end user that's going to utilize it. And if they have funding, then, you know, 25K, you know, it's not, that's not an overpayment. It is, if it's an investor paying 25K, unless they, you know, if they've got an actual buyer lined up, that's one thing. But, you know, it's hard to spend that money and sit on that for like at that price. But love, love the domain. You know, that's a great name. Yeah. So, but healing foods is one of those nice ads to your portfolio. But you can, you can, the bank can go, your bank uh, role can go quickly if you spend two to $3,000 on hold names for that long. You have, yeah. I mean, we're not all Drew where there's just, it's just a waterfall of money coming into the bank account. We have to <laughs> sell. It is, it is like buy. that. Though. That's the thing. <laughs> it's kind of an, we have an in-out system in our bank accounts. You know, way my you guys do a different type account of accounting. Yeah, yeah, we do a different type of accounting. Yeah, yeah you, have have, you have Portugal accounting. It seems to work different. Great cash, homie. Yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> All right. So rather than talking about any other domains, I'll let Shane go into those, but I will talk about one that I like for a potential build out. So this is, um, this is a shout out to Drew Wash, to Peter Askew. I like bagtag.com. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, first thing that come to mind is little bag tags, promotional yeah, bag yeah. tags uh, that go on your luggage, that go on your, um, you know, notebook, uh, your backpacks, your briefcases, whatever, um, your bag for the gym, I like those. Everybody, you know, you can have nice tags. You can have yeah. functional ones. You can sell them in bulk. You can do it as a, um, you know, a promotion. They're small. They're easy to produce. You can partner with somebody. You, they're easy to mail. They're not heavy, um, lighter than Vidalia onions. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, so tell Peter. Yeah, exactly. I think or that this is a use them on the crates of the onions for a potential build out. Shane and I were chatting the other day. He's like got his honey business. He's like, yeah, I could turn on and off other vendors however I want. And I still own the main brand. And I'm like, you can do that with bag tags as well. I don't know how big the total addressable market is for bag tags, but it could be like a nice small side hustle. Yeah. um, So wanted to build that out. Yeah. A couple of things on that. And I, and I do, I love it as well, especially as like a business in a box. Right. I mean, it's like really got that the domain itself just, it, it, it creates itself, you know? And, uh, you know, bag tag, the singular is a, uh, so it's like an e electronic, uh, like kind of like a smart tag, right? It seems that's what they've got going on, which I think is kind of interesting. So, and way uh, back in the day, I did an interview, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Seth, um, uh, was uh, running marketing for a company called Playster. And, uh, but right before that, he had actually launched a company, I think it was called Taggy, Tagzy or Taggy. And, and that's what they did. They made uh, uh, smart bag tags. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if he was still in that business, like 100%, that would be a, you know, 10, 15 grand buy for him. And it'll uh, get even better. And, you know, into the new year, we get to people traveling again and you yeah. know, out of the house, right? And like you said, you've got luggage tags, you've got sports bags, school bags, work bags. Like, I mean, there's, you know, you know, margin maybe not great, but I think the more you can personalize them, make them cool, make them durable, um, you know, there's no doubt that there's a real use and a real, you know, so what do you think is a fair price then to try to pay? So let's say you're going to build this thing out, right. And you're building it, you know, you don't have a huge budget, but maybe you want to do it. You want to do a site build, right? So what are you trying to pay for it here on Namejet? Like, what do you think is a, a price for that? 
You know, I, I like to think about it. What's the retail price and then how much cash am I willing to lock up to try and hit that number? And I think that it's probably, um, uh, I think it's probably uh, right around a 5k name. So I wouldn't want to spend more than five, 700 on that domain name to, to lock it up for a period of time. Yeah, I agree. That's what I had in my mind. I had 500, $600. Although that does my what I want to be in right now doesn't seem to get it done at most of my yeah. options. <laughs> I know, what I want what I want to pay versus what I actually have to pay. It's so weird. It's not well. It adjusts. You know, it's continuously <laughs> adjusting. Up. Yeah. Well, or other times where I love hey, it. So by the way, I've been obsessed over what the deal is here with this wondermint.com since you guys just told me it's over twenty five. I think it was a uh, uh, from what I can tell very. Quickly so you here. weren't listening to Michael at all. You were doing research no. the whole time. He's on no, I'm completely ignoring. <laughs> he's now, he's now an investor in wonderment.com. He's invested. He owns 10%. <laughs> That's <Yeah. right. laughs> I think it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a Yale student named Serena Lynn. And um, she's the class of 23. So she's a freshman or a sophomore. I guess. And has 23 grand laying around. 25 grand. Uh, I mean, That's 25 grand. Uh, I mean, she's going to Yale, you know, her family's got to have some money. Otherwise she's super smart. Right. So super smart um, anyway, I mean, but yeah, both probably both is the more likely thing. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do with it, but I think that's who bought it. And, uh, um, interesting. That's yeah. some pretty good recon that's right there. The, um, but yeah, I think it's a lifestyle brand. I think without a doubt, you know, you turn that into, there's a whole thing that could I think be. she's like an influencer, like a like social yeah, media that's a totally, totally I don't even know what that means anymore, but. Well, that's <laughs> what I mean though. And that's where I, you get the lifestyle, you know, the travel and ex- exploration and adventure. And, you know, you tie it into, you know, whether it's photos and then product, you know, jewelry and clothing, like there's just a whole vibe around it's just a great term you know what i mean it really just opens you wear hats up. spruce it up hats spruce, when spruce you're on camera <laughs> i'm so, an influencer <laughs> you look like an influencer with yeah. the rim and the iphone wonderment yeah. wonderment i i you know I, I man i fought with myself over that name like because i really liked it i kind of talked myself into it but then i was like you started getting crazy and i was like yeah. i don't know wonderment it's you know it's well, that's the thing. When many. you're competing against people, are they going to use it? It becomes much more difficult because yeah. they're, you have to resell it and they're, they're where they're going to be. So they're saving money because they're not buying it from you and you can't afford to go higher because you have to. So that's yeah. just those scenarios where you're not going to win in the long run because there's that middle gap that they get to play with. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. point. And so Shane, what do you think, man? Um, what, what jumps? So, I mean, I was all in on cornstarch, so I'm glad all you right. guys left that one for me because uh, <laughs> I've always wanted, I don't know. Do they, use, what are they, is it chalk? I mean, are they using cornstarch when, uh, when LeBron shakes it at the beginning of the game? Is yeah. that cornstarch? It's either that or some kind of baby powder, you know, like talcum powder. So. <laughs> yeah, a little talcum. Yeah. yeah, a little talcum. I don't know. Cornstarch. I mean, you can, I guarantee you'll remember if I start a company called Cornstarch that you won't forget that name. I mean, I mean it, it, I, it makes me think of uh, Ray's pork bun. You know, it's, like <laughs> exactly. pork bun. it's just like it's one of these like, almost ridiculous names that like you're never going to sell. I mean, Cornstarch has got to be, you know, yeah. it's like possibly but as a the marketing worst thing. person. No, but like possibly like the worst thing in society, right? Like like sugar, oh, you know, but like sugar almost has, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like 
it, cornstarch. It's like the worst thing there is. And so, you know. <laughs> Drew hates cornstarch.com. He's just talking because so, okay. he's going hard on the auction. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you talk, you talk me to it because it's like, it's so ridiculous <laughs> that you could use it as a good brand because, yeah. you know, it's like, it's hated, but it's, it's, it's edgy. It's like, yeah, starch, I mean, there's, you, know? you want like, people to remember something. Sometimes you get the, uh, like, I mean, that's my company's name is rocket donkey. I mean, everybody <laughs> remembered rocket donkey and you know, so that would not. So for cornstarch, it's a thickening agent, right? Like it makes yeah, like bras thicker or something. And so like if there was some application where you actually want it to become thicker, then cornstarch is a perfect brand like imagery yeah. to give that. Yeah. I just can't uh, think can, of what that application is. If you could get it cheap and make it work, but it's going to be something you, you know, <laughs> it's, like, it's got tough reasons. I'm like dating for plus size people. <laughs> That's the slogan, cornstarch.com. I think that's pretty much all dating at that's... this point in society. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, um... but uh, <laughs> so we're going there. Then you get like, uh, I see tax lawyers and I just, all I can think is building a directory. And that, if you were to put me in prison and make me do something, it would be to build a directory yeah. for tax lawyers. Like that would be my worst job ever. And I get there's money in it, but oh God, yeah, I, just, I hate directories. You know, interestingly about cornstarch, it has the least amount of back orders out of all the names on the list as of as of right now. And uh, you know, and it's not because, and it's actually got the short, almost the shortest window until it's time for auction. So it sh- you know it shows that there's not you know it's a one word right, and it's a thing. You're obviously not going to have a site dedicated to selling cornstarch, but well, yeah, I guess it's I, right. It's two words, but two it's two words. It's a term. It's like right? it's a like phrase. blowtorch. Yeah. Right? I have blowtorch, and everybody tells me that's two words. I'm like, eh, it's kind of one word to me because I say it real fast. <laughs> uh, I just cornstarch makes me nervous that we talk about it and we make fun of it, and then somebody's like, I'm gonna throw two thousand bucks on no. cornstarch because somebody else knows about it, and then it's gonna sit in their portfolio for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I yeah, it is one. It is one of those names, but I kind of want it now. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be yours. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, that's what I always tell. Make the buy your own. Whatever I say, do not buy based on it. Make the buy your own. Do your own deal. But I mean, when it comes to marketing, there's no doubt it comes down to if you can remember that brand. And that's super. I mean, that's always the basis of all marketing. Of course, that's why one words are popular. That's yeah. why what we talk about um, is memorability or if that's even a word com- being remember it. I completely revised my analysis of cornstarch.com. Okay. Best name, best name on the list. It, 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 it <laughs> reduces chafing and athlete's foot. Oh. Highly, highly useful and valuable to my name. Yeah. And it should be your nickname on the basketball court. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> He's a thickening like, agent. Yeah. Um, I mean, Andrew Cornstarch. <laughs> We just, you know, cornstarch.com. We get in there and mix it up. Oh, cornstarch.com. Exactly when you show up to a domain conference, when we can go back and it says Shane Cultra, <laughs> cornstarch.com, people are going to yeah. remember you. Oh, there's no doubt that uh, <laughs> that's the best one. I better bag tags. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can remember that you were with bag tags. <laughs> and then, well, Drew, you can speak. I, I have this question since you know better than anybody. I know that entrepreneur is a tough word to spell. And when you put that in a brand, how does entrepreneur, do they end up going to Google and just 
butchering the hell out of it and then finding it on once it, you know, fills it in for you. Well, or nobody so, types that out, do they? Yeah, they do. They do. We, we still, to this day, like, um, uh, I, well, I, I say to this day, I mean, honestly, the last time I checked was probably a year ago. I, I'm, I'm not very involved in the day to day anymore, but those guys are actually doing super well. They like tripled their, uh, their, their revenues. And uh, yeah, they're COVID. doing awesome. Yeah, because you know you shut down all these conferences, and then people spend their ad budgets online instead. Uh, you know, because you can't do traditional advertising in the cannabis industry, and so um, like Google, Facebook, that, that's not allowed. And so um, people's ad budgets get mostly spent in these conferences, these big events. And um, uh, when those all went to zero, um, all that marketing budget, right? So sales are up, right? business is up for them, but they have nowhere to go spend the money. And so uh, for marketing, and so it all went online and, and, and these guys. No, but as far as the name, like how did they get there? I was getting there. So, so, um, you know, the last time I looked, um, direct navigation was still our number one source of traffic followed by the newsletter, followed by organic search. And um, the main thing, so it's more people mistype it than, type it correctly, but the only typo they make at, at scale is switching the E and the U. Yeah. That's it. Everybody that's mix, mixes yeah. up the E and the U. Yeah. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. It just, every time I see it, it and I always thought, well, what were, what could you use besides the word entrepreneur? There's not a great other I, I, we word. Just, we bought both versions and redirect yeah. it and, you know, that's as good a word. There is no other word that represents that to use. You do like instead. teen startups or. Yeah, but then that, it, it always limits or... you more when you start putting those words. It, it, entrepreneur is just like this creative building. It's just such a, a great word that it, yeah. any yeah. other word you use, there's no good synonyms. That, yeah. That. Except that I highly recommend nobody use the word in a domain name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know it sounds like it yeah, yeah the way i remember it, of the word is fine uh but uh yeah be very, otherwise you can very, go and battle in court uh, straight up be well, yeah. very very careful they are one of the most litigious companies yeah out there. i registered six sigma entrepreneur.com uh 2007 i wanted to, we were doing a lot of awards we did our own conferences at the time and yeah i got a cease and desist letter for entrepreneur magazine yep, yep. They're very litigious and very yeah. aggressive. Yeah. But the way that I remember the spelling, it's the E before the U, it's in alphabetical order. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's the helpful, yeah. helpful mnemonic. You see? So. You see? This is why I hired this guy. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Right there. Brilliant. The man um, is brilliant. That's it. All right. So, um, all right. Well, I think we covered almost all the names on the list. And uh, so with that- Most of I them think- we actually didn't, but- <laughs> is, oh, did you have others that you wanted no, to No, I'm just saying we didn't cover most of them, but no, there's... I'll, I'll give a just quick shout out, AmericanDreams.com, because it, you know we, we all kind of overlooked it. I, that is an interesting name. I think that that's... Um, I like you know, that one. Yeah, it, th- there's, a, there's a home for that. That's a, it's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, it's, it's a, a strong brand really, you know, Yeah. It really is a very fitness. powerful... It, it's a very powerful idea. The American Dream has driven trillions of dollars in, 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 in business development and, and, and prosperity. And, uh, and it continues to drive, uh, uh, you know, smart and hardworking immigrants from all over the world that want to come to the United States to achieve that American dream, whether it stands or not, 
the concept of that American dream uh, is is an extraordinary, arguably one of the most powerful ideas in our society today. So yeah. I, I think AmericanDreams.com highlighting people that have achieved that American dream. I think that there, there's a there's a place for that. Just not a pathway <laughs> at this point. Oh. <laughs> it's a great concept. It's got a place, it just doesn't have a path. Oh, it just doesn't have a path to get here. So, Tell me about it through path. the gate. Yeah. So what do you think then for AmericanDreams.com, right? So what's your what's your price? You're buying it at auction. What are you paying for it? That one I'd want to own under a grand probably because yeah. it's probably a long-term hold. Yeah. You know, I think you could get a decent price someday, but you're going to hold that thing for a minute. Yeah. I, I, same thing. I know it gets back to... How many thousand to two thousand dollar long holds can you put in the portfolio? Oh, it's American it. Dreams better than bag tags, you know? Where do you? That, I mean, that's how I look at it. I can spend money. I can spend a thousand to two thousand all day on hundreds of names, and you just got to figure out why is this different than the other one. And for me, yeah. it comes down to what's in my niche. What do I feel most comfortable with? So that's why I I do a lot of ag names and farm names and that's in my wheelhouse. So if I'm going to spend $1,500, at least it's in something that I completely understand versus something that I don't. So, I mean, that's, you just got to set up these things that where you feel most comfortable putting it in and putting in. And that's why you said, if you know more things and you you're more comfortable in, in different types totally. of names. So, yeah. so that's just, that's how I do it, but I wouldn't want to be in there much more than a thousand. Yeah. Well, interestingly, it's got the same appraisal value as kids fitness. And I don't know that we covered kids fitness, but that's a name. Like if you look at those two names, I like kids fitness a lot better than I like American dreams, just as I think about how to monetize it. Right. Because you've got two names on this list and there's another one. You're right, Shane. We actually didn't cover. I, you know, it's funny <laughs> at first when, when Drew was going off about the names, I thought he almost took half the list, you know? And then by the time no. we got to you, I'm like, we got nothing left to talk about. <laughs> But um, we, we do we do have a few others the in uh, yoga zone. Right. So kids fitness yoga zone, you know, both of those, I think, are interesting because you've got this home fitness, home health, you know, Peloton, you know, in light of, uh, you know, mirror.co, uh, you know, that got that, bought, that Lulu bottom and uh, Lululemon and, uh, you know, in COVID, uh, you know, people are at home doing their thing. Um, you know, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. So I think those names are interesting because, you know, they have applications that can actually be utilized, you know, in ways that can be, you know, monetarily beneficial. So, you know, and more so than I guess trying to figure out how to monetize American dreams and just kind of not necessarily comparing them together, but that and kids fitness had the same kind of appraise value and American dreams has a lot more back orders, which is also kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Although kids yep. fitness has a little bit longer. I mean, what do you guys think? Let's talk about those two and then we can close out the segment and we'll go into segment three, but um, either one of those names, yoga zone, kids, fitness, what do you guys think? At wholesale yoga names do great. Vegan names, yoga names, capital names, media names at, at the wholesale auctions. They always do the best. They get the most back orders. They always sell. I don't know about end user. I've never seen, nobody's ever reported a yoga sale. So I don't know about the, the final end zone, but I know at auction they do great. We ran a um, outbound boot camp in DN Academy as like a beta and we used new GTLDs and there was only like four or five of us. And the idea was we were going to pick a uh, new GTLD, go after companies with really long addresses and try and sell them on it. I picked sky.yoga. So I literally emailed over a hundred companies, 
got people on the phone and tried to explain why they needed a better domain name. And yoga companies are the worst. <laughs> like they're yeah. just, they're going with Drew's yoga house or whatever. It's like, why do I need a better domain name? Everybody knows yeah. where, where to find me. It's like really small mom and pop shops. So unless you have this and local, super local, super local. Yes. No aspirations to go, you know, nationwide, worldwide. And so unless yoga zone is like the biggest yoga super house, supermarket of supplies, uh, I wouldn't invest in it. And then I don't even know if something like that exists. So if I were looking at yoga zone, I would figure out, you know, you're going to run the numbers and say, wow, it's a massive market. But does anybody actually go any place besides Amazon to buy like a yoga mat or something? I'm not really sure. Yeah. No, they yeah. don't have a consumer so, facing other than ours. And sign I'm up. sour on yoga names. Okay. That's a long yeah. story well, to share that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So then everybody should not bid on the yoga names. And then, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but what about, uh, you know, you could have online like instruction and things like that for people at home and, you know, and then sell some gear and those kinds of things are also, uh, uh, you know, an option. And kids, you, fitness, you know, you're shrinking yeah. your market if you're focusing it on kids, but if you've got everybody at home and you're trying to come up with interesting ways to get your kids up and moving, you know, especially if they spend otherwise spend their time, like my boys are playing Fortnite and Madden and, you know, they'll go to football practice and basketball, but if they're like, you know, but, you know, trying to get them to, you know, do laps or a push up or whatever can be pretty, pretty challenging. You know what I mean? So there's fun ways to introduce some things, how you monetize that. I don't know, but Anyway, all right. Well, so any further closing thoughts then before we move on to the final segment of the show? No, that's right. good. We talked Acceptance about Acceptance by silence. All right, good stuff. So, all right. Well, before we do that, everybody, we're going to go ahead and pause to hear from our sponsors who support us in our educational mission here on Domain Sherpa. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, so now we're on to our third segment, which is what's going on, where we talk about industry trends and other general updates about the domain space or otherwise. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, since this is our first show of the uh, or our final show of the year of 2020, um, you know, I want to have each one of the Sherpas kind of just sort of speak a little bit, reflecting on 2020, and let us know what they're most excited about as we go into 2021. So, with that, let's start with Shane, uh, my man. What do you think? I mean, uh, you know, I know 2020 was actually pretty good for you, um, yeah. in spite of all the craziness. But uh, you know, what do you what are you most excited about about this year coming up? Well, I think uh, personally, I'm excited that people have gone to plants and house plants and, and moved in the safe space. My world has become the world that everybody's moved towards. So I've always had this life of working on a farm and growing plants and staying home. And, you know, I travel quite a bit, but, but I had this really small lifestyle and that small lifestyle is kind of what's necessary in 2020. So I flourished in it other than, you know, obviously people are getting sick and all that. But as far as what I do, everybody is doing more of it. I've never sold more plants in my life. I've never had more people want to talk to me about plants. And I think 2021 is going to continue. So, um, you know, with the vaccine and everything, I still think people will come back to what we always known that plants and your garden and having things natural is a positive. You should have more of that in your life 
COVID or no COVID. So I've been really fortunate. And then of course my other hobby is domains. Everybody's going on the internet and buying more. So I just happen to be where people are moving to. So I, I think 2021 is going to be more of the same. I don't think we're quite out of the woods as fast as everybody thinks. So I think we're still going to have to be careful. I don't think the travel is going to be there. I think there's going to be more of what we saw this year uh, coming up, good or bad. So I, I don't think we need to start throwing parades quite yet of, of all this thing. So I think it's going to be transition. I honestly feel 2022 is going to be the year. I think this is going to be a transition year that we all start breathing a sigh of relief, but nobody getting too excited. That's okay. kind of my opinion. I dig it, man. No, that's all good. All right. So, uh, so Drew, what about you? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, basically the same thing. I mean, I think um, we are where people are going. I mean, domains are at the nexus of uh, this new digital wave of adoption. Um, uh, I, I'm super, super excited to put 2020 behind us. Um, although it was a great year. I mean, this was our, 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 this was 2019 was the best year of our history. 2020 was better than 2019. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, but I'm super, super bullish on 2021. Um, I, I'm really excited to sort of getting back to seeing people in person. Um, I, uh, you know, it's been years that I, I, I really kind of been sour about traveling. I wasn't really, uh, uh, I know everybody thinks I do travel a lot, but I, I'm really not eager to travel much uh, anymore, but uh, I, I'm really, really anxious to to get on a plane and, and, and go somewhere fun uh, in 2021. And um, yeah, just very excited about business. I think there's going to be some extremely exciting uh, uh, new opportunities and, and, and continuations of, of uh, and compounding of, of existing opportunities. So um, yeah, I, I really am, you know, it, which is a little bit scary, but I, I'm really, really optimistic for 2021. Yeah. Something tells me that'll come back to hit me in the face with a two by four. But, wow. um, you know, for the moment, super excited. All right, cool. And then, uh, so Mike, what about you, dude? What is, uh, what are your thoughts and what are you excited about going into 2021? Um, I think 2021, we're going to continue to see, um, the wholesale prices in the aftermarket uh, as high as they were this year, hopefully not higher. And I think what I'm going to be encouraging people to do um, Indian Academy and other places is to do outbound for buying domain names. So, you know, I think there's been a ton of outbound around the single word.coms, right? Everybody's beaten that horse to death, like, you know, from every single country. And then they went into the single word.ios and the single word.cos. And now I think people are going to be looking at the two word and the three word.coms and reaching out to end users who haven't been using them for 10 years and offering them $255 to take a domain name that they no longer want to pay the renewals for and getting some great deals there because it just seems like all these great brands um, are going for prices above what I'm willing to pay in auction. But if I put in a little elbow grease, I can get some great deals by doing outbound buying. So I think 2021 is going to be the year for outbound buying of two, three word.coms. Okay. 
Well, that's, that's a good, I mean, and I would agree. I think those trends definitely make sense and are in line with what we're seeing. So yeah, I mean, look, 2020 was rough for a lot of people. Uh, it was good for our space. You know, we've talked about that a lot, you know, this, this continued digital shift and the acceleration from physical to digital, that's been really good for a lot of us in the domain space. And, you know, but when you get into the nuance of it, I mean, like you said, I mean, this was a big year for one word.coms. I think premium domains are going to continue to rise in value. We see a continued appreciation in the value of domains, digital assets, all that good stuff. I mean, we've got some great things that, you know, and this, I guess, will segue into to a little bit of my spiel, right? You know, we've got some great things that are going to be coming up on Domain Sherpa. We're going to make some changes to the programming, introducing some additional content for the audience. So, you know, we'll be uh, sending a newsletter out in the next few weeks, just as we step into 2021 about some of that kind of stuff. We've got some great things happening with media options. We announced the Dan.com deal. So we'll be working on getting that integrated. We've got a few more really cool uh, kind of tricks up our sleeve and some other cool stuff. And, uh, but I would also agree with uh, echo what Drew said about, you know, getting to see people in person again. I mean, I think, you know, we all get burnt out at times and I think a lot of us were probably feeling a little bit of that. You know, we had been, you know, we'd gone to a handful of different things and been out and about and kind of feeling like, oh, we're doing this again and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was on that domain social uh, shout out to Arif and Michael, also you for, you know, putting that together. And, uh, you know, it was really, really cool seeing a lot of, you know, I saw the same thing on the ICA call that we were all on mm -hmm. about a week ago. And, uh, you know, and for me, stepping into this new role, putting me back in the space, like more squarely in the middle of the aftermarket and everything else with a lot of familiar and friendly faces, it was like, man, I miss a lot of these people, you know, and I miss kind of being out and about and getting an opportunity to, you know, talk to folks and see what they're up to. And, you know, you know we're still getting deals done. We're doing, you know, business is great, but, you know, the human element is definitely missing. And I think different people, especially in different parts of the world, you know, are, are a lot more locked down and affected by that. And, uh, you know, so I think it'll be really key. You know, I, I would agree with Shane's sentiment that we're going to see, it's going to take some time. You know, this isn't going to be an overnight kind of thing, but hopefully these vaccines and, and everything else start to have a you know, positive effect that can get us back to the, to, to some, to normalcy. So totally. looking forward to that for sure. So. I think one of the things, go ahead. I was no, just no, no, go for it, Jane. real quick is, is I think that, you know, we're all, there's a lot of us that on the side gig have been setting ourselves up to make some extra money. And we're seeing now the importance of having another uh, source of income. So, you know, not everything's perfect in life. And so we happen to, be in a space that tended to be uh, very popular. And for a lot of people, this became their main source of income when other things dried up. So, you know, I think that this, we should be very uh, grateful that we have this opportunity. And I never take it lightly that, you know, it was an amazing year for selling domains. Now I earned it. I worked hard for 10 years. I didn't make any money doing things, but, but it is an amazing opportunity uh, uh, in 2020 proved all the hard work of the people, um, mm -hmm. yeah. the importance of domains more than ever. So I think our yeah. space was uh, a really, you know, important part of many people's lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very true. You know, case in point, uh, Jason Shepard um, was a full-time DJ, I think, and he was doing domain names on the side. And then when the pandemic hit, he flopped it. He's not doing DJing anymore and he's domain investing full-time. Yeah. And um we're getting ready to launch DN Excel, uh, the DN Academy Accelerator Batch 2 in the new year. We're going to uh, start taking um, registrations in January and launch it in February. And Jason Shepard's going to co-teach it with me. He went through Batch 1. You guys know Jason. He's a, a past Sherpa. He knows his stuff. And he's one of the guys that knows 
every single platform, like all the details, because he has like 10,000 domain names across his two portfolios that he uh, that he manages. Yeah. And so yeah. uh, really excited to have him join King, us. King really Ken. excited to. Yeah, yeah. DJ Kingpin <laughs> is going to be in the house. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, he beat me um, in the fantasy football league in the playoffs last year. So I'm still bitter. Did about he? That. Well, he's great. I mean, he's a, he's a great combination of intelligence and personality. That's yeah. there's that's what's yeah. great about him is, so. you know, there's a lot of smart people that are like doorknobs. But they, and there's a lot of people that have great personalities that have nothing inside. And he's actually a, a perfect combination. Of yeah. Friends. Well, so you know, we'll have to about. tell him that we had all these kind words for him and he'll have to watch the entire episode to get to the page. To get to the page. Exactly. Like we talked about. Hey, I want to give one more shout out. Uh, Arif, uh, Arif Mirza, which you guys mentioned, he's running these uh, domain name socials. You know, uh, he mm-hmm. took them over in July. I ran them from the start of the pandemic. He took over in July. He's been doing a phenomenal job. You know, you know how long it takes to prepare for one of these domain Sherpa shows. Um, JT, he's doing these shows every week. Sometimes he's doing socials multiple times a week. It takes, oh, yeah. it's no small feat. It takes a ton of time organizing. And on the 27th of December, he's organizing a domain industry holiday party mm. where Drew Rosner has uh, volunteered uh, some of his time to be auctioned off. Keith DeBoer, who is a brandable uh, expert, auctioned off some of his yep. time. Um, I'm giving away a free Dean Academy membership uh, that's going to be auctioned off. And so uh, definitely go to thedomainsocial.com, sign up for their newsletter. I think there's a subscribe button in the upper right-hand corner to get oh, notified. I'm going to try and um, I'm going to be off in, um, in the woods uh, with my family on that day. So I'm not sure if there's internet service, but I'm definitely going to try and sign in if I can and definitely uh, be on that holiday social. It's, cool. Uh, yeah. So December twenty seventh. Yeah. The domain social. Your family by then, anyway. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So all be good. Be there. Be square. Yeah. So all right. Well, with that, I want to say thank you to all you guys very much for being on here for the last show in twenty twenty. This was this is a good one, and uh, thank you to the audience uh, for tuning in, and uh, we'll be sure to catch you guys next time. Uh, on Domain Sherpa in 2021. So have a happy new year, a safe and happy holiday, happy new year and all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys soon. Happy new year. Thanks everybody. Thanks.